Welcome to the UIAAA Connection Podcast. Hometown Ticketing is proud to be the exclusive sponsor of the UIAAA Connection Podcast and to provide schools nationwide with the best options for digital ticketing for their events. Visit their website at hometownticketing.com to learn how they can make digital ticketing possible and simple at your school. Thank you to Hometown Ticketing for their exclusive sponsorship of the UIAAA Connection Podcast. Welcome back to another edition of the UIAAA Connection. I'm your host, Mark Hutch Hunter. Today, we have as our guest, Tracy Linen, Certified Master Athletic Administrator and Executive Director of the Idaho Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Welcome to the podcast, Tracy. Welcome. Thank you. Let's have you start by sharing with our listeners where you grew up, where you went to college, your first job, those types of things. All right. Well, I uh, grew up in, in Iowa. I, uh, I was a little Midwest girl. I started off my, uh, my elementary days in Edison, Iowa. Then I moved to, my parents moved quite a few times. So we moved to Manning and then I ended up in Harlan, Iowa. Uh, through my high school career. So my junior year and, and senior year, I was in Harlan, Iowa and uh, had a great time there. Um, got to play a lot of sports. I uh, was very active. My dad was a farmer um, and we just kind of went from there. After uh, high school, I went on to college. I went to Northwest Missouri State University. I was on a scholarship to play basketball and softball at Northwest Missouri. Uh, completed my four years there. <clears throat> played uh, played those sports during my uh, college career, and then uh, graduated from from uh, college. And then I went on and uh, was at uh, my first teaching job. I got what at Saint Albert's High School in uh, Consolus, Iowa, and I taught there for two years before I moved uh, made the made the big move to Boise, Idaho. And uh, at Boise Idaho, I ended up uh, getting a job at Boise High, and I spent the rest of my career at Boise High School. Well, let me ask you a follow-up, if you if you will allow that. You obviously played basketball in Iowa, so when you played, was it still three on one side, three on the other, or had they changed <laughs> that by that time? Yeah, no, it was it was it was six what we call six man basketball. So yes, we had three guards um, on one side of the court, three guards on the other side of the court, or three forwards on the other side of the court. And uh, I was lucky enough to uh, to be a forward and uh, played post position most of the time, and uh, had a great had a great time. And Iowa basketball, if if people don't know, Iowa basketball six on six was was bigger than boys basketball in Iowa. Um, state tournaments and everything uh, were wonderful, well attended. Uh, we had a great following. And like I said, uh, back at that time, it was it was wonderful uh, being a female athlete and being able to play the basketball the way we got to play it. So you were showing off your leadership skills back then. You just got on the block and said, give me the rock. <laughs> and they fed you and, well, and you took care kind of, of them. Kind of, kind of, sort of, yeah, something like that. That's excellent. And so when you were in Iowa as a youth shifting from these small towns, did they have a lot of youth sports activities or 
or no, not? actually, um, actually it was really, uh, really no, no activities outside, um, junior high, uh, junior high is when I got involved and got to start playing junior high sports and just kind of carried on from there. But we did not have, uh, we did not have any opportunities at that point in time to do, there was no summer leagues, there was no uh, camps, uh, stuff like that. Um, it wasn't until I uh, moved to Harlan that I actually got to go to my first basketball camp that I ever went to. But um, the nice thing about Harlan was they had fall softball and summer softball. So I got two seasons of softball every year, um, then played basketball in the middle and then ran track uh, and uh, did that in the, uh, in the spring. Oh, that's so I was incredible. a four-season athlete. <laughs> Thanks so much for sharing. Let's have you talk for a moment about some of the great people that have been an influence or mentors in your life and the effect they had on you. Well, you know, I'll be honest. To start off with, uh, it was probably my, who got me where I am today would probably, I would have probably have to contribute uh, most of that to my uh, college athletic director. Um, Sherry Reeves. She was, uh, she was a great lady. And um, I just had so much respect for her when I was playing college sports. She was a great supporter, supporter of us. And uh, she really got me uh, interested in, hey, you know, down the road, maybe this is something I want to do. Um, with that being said, I knew I wanted to be a coach. So I started off uh, my coaching career. And uh, back in um, St. Albert's, I coached uh, three sports there before I moved to Boise. And in Boise, I, I got the opportunity to coach three sports there. Um, once, I, uh, once I started doing all the sports at, uh, at Boise High, and then there were some major people that were an in, in influence to me to make me want to decide to move out of the coaching career uh, and, and start in the athletic director career. And one of those people um, was uh, my athletic director, our district athletic director in uh, Boise, uh, Jack Acre. He did a he did a fantastic job um, of doing his job, and it just made me again want to uh, to to get better and to do more things. And so uh, that was a big uh, step. Another person, um, once I did get the assistant uh, athletic director's job, I got involved with Marcus Ross. And Marcus Ross uh, is a big leader or was a big leader in um, Idaho. He uh, took me kind of under, under his wing and said, hey, you need to go to a national conference. And the first national conference I got to go to, um, an IAAA conference was in Las Vegas, Nevada. With that being said, um, I, I dove in. I took three LTI classes, my first conference that I was at. and. Uh, just got involved. Um, another, uh, our assistant athletic director in the Boise School District was Tama Everett. And she also said, hey, uh, you can room with me. Uh, it'll, you know, it'll save you some money, uh, whatnot. Go to this conference, it'll be great, et cetera. And, and the whole time I was at this conference, um, I had to laugh a little bit because she goes, I never see you, where are you? And I said, well, I'm taking all these LTI classes and whatnot. So. Um, it was a great experience for me. I loved it. Uh, had a great time. Uh, got to experience a lot of good stuff. 
And uh, from that point on, I was hooked. I, I knew that I wanted to be involved with the NIAAA. I wanted to do um, all those things. And then fortunately down the road, um, we had a, a split in our school, Boise High split uh, because we were too large. So we split into two schools, Timberline High School and Boise High School. Uh, when that split took place, um, our assistant principal at that point in time was Ken Anderson. He became the head principal. And that's when I applied for the head job at Boise High and got the head job. And that was in 1998. Well, that's incredible. It brings back so many members. You talk about that Las Vegas conference allowed me to share with you a lot. I made the one time only investment of four LTI courses. And I don't think I had like you, I don't think I had one moment of free time. But then you mentioned Marcus Ross, and that brings back memories, because I think the first time I met you was um, I ran against Marcus Ross for the at large in 99 in new orleans and i think that's probably the first time we had the chance to meet so that's our friendship goes back close to 23 years so that's incredible so thanks for sharing that you bet no problem now let's talk for a moment about the job of today's athletic administrator and how it's different from when you started all those years ago well you know um when i started there was a lot to do, no doubt about it. But I think uh, today there's a lot more to do. Um, so, you know, I, I, I dove in. Um, we were in charge of, of course, all the athletics in the school, um, which back then we didn't have near as many athletics as we have right now. Um, things weren't sanctioned. Uh, we had some club sports and stuff like that. But uh, we were I was never in charge of the club sports uh, when we first started. Um, and as time grew, um, I actually... When I first got the job, I, I taught um, half a day and only had three hours of athletic director's time um, in my in my position, and and that is like doesn't happen anymore nowadays. I mean, uh, now most athletic directors, unless you're in a smaller school, um, will uh, be a full time athletic director, and even at this point in time, we have assistant athletic directors in a lot of our schools. Um, but like I said, it was a great, uh, great opportunity. I got to learn a lot. Um, I, uh, I'll be honest, I'm very happy that uh, I was able to retire when I retired. Um, I know the COVID uh, situation that has uh, arisen in the last few years has caused a lot of, uh, a lot of concern, um, a lot more work involved uh, with being an athletic director, running events, making sure that everybody's safe, all those types of things. Um, but with that being said, I had a, I had a great time. Uh, I learned a lot every year. My job got a little bit tougher um, because we took on more responsibilities and whether, whether that was district, uh, district motivated say to do things or whether that was self-motivated because that's kind of who I am and how I'm all about is I, I like taking on more projects. I like doing more things and I like uh, being involved. And so I just kind of dove in with, with everything and gave it all, all I had. Very good. You mentioned how you started in the IIAAA and the NIAAA. So talk more about that journey, about some of the committees well, that you got involved in, those types of things. Okay, fantastic. I, uh, I started off as a rep um, with the Idaho Athletic Administrators Association, which is the IAAA. And uh, 
I became involved when I was an assistant um, in that position. So Marcus, again, Marcus Ross was uh, a big leader in that area. And he said, you got to get yourself involved. I think you should try to do this. So I jumped on the board and became very involved with the uh, Athletic Directors uh, Association in Idaho and helped them out. Uh, from there, <clears throat> once I became the head athletic director, um, I had a year or so, and then they put me in as vice president, and then I became president. Now I'm, of course, a past president. Um, after Marcus uh, decided that he uh, was ready to retire and get out, uh, he encouraged me to apply for the um, NEDC job, the National Executive Director's uh, Council job. And so I did apply for that. We had three or four people running for that position. I was lucky enough to uh, to win that position and to, I don't know, maybe earn that position, whatever the case may be, but uh, became involved with that as well. But as far as uh, running uh, and being a part of the IAAA, I, I can't tell you how many conferences that I've been at and have been a part of. Um, I'm still very involved with the IAAA. I am uh, the exhibitor uh, person who takes care of all the exhibitors. I also uh, go out and get all of our sponsorships. And um, I'm very involved uh, with meetings and stuff like that, uh, trying to lead others and help others. Um, many, uh, many of our young, our young athletic directors that are getting involved, I'm trying to mentor them and um, get them involved with the NIAAA. Um, because once they get involved with the IAAA, they, we kind of got them hooked a little bit. And then we just got to keep moving them on up to the uh, the other ranks that are involved with, with the athletic director's position. Thanks for sharing that. So let's follow up with a little question about the National Executive Directors Council of which you're a part and your involvement there. Uh, I realize in the past and you still may be because my memory fails me because I'm old. A, a section representative, but talk about the NADC and uh, the vision of Jerry McGee and, and how great it is to be involved with those people. Well, you know, it's it's an elite group. There's no doubt about it. Uh, get, being able to be a part of the NADC is, uh, is a fantastic uh, opportunity. And you are correct. I am still a section rep. Um, I have one year left on that. I will be getting off that position here in December and, and we'll have somebody new taking my spot. But it's, it's a great organization. Um, everyone is so involved and wants to help out and, and uh, share ideas and uh, information with each other. Um, we're just trying to make each of our states that much better. And when we go to the, our conferences, um, we get to share that information. We get to learn more information. It's totally a bonding situation. Um, I, I can't say enough great things about it. I love it. And um, I don't, uh, don't want to retire from that yet because I'm having so much fun and I'm learning so much. And um, just the camaraderie to be around friends and be able to get together and uh, give each other hugs and, you know, share it information. It's just, it's just a, a great experience. Thanks for sharing that. Let's have you share with our audience now 
your contributions to professional development, both at the state level in Idaho and, of course, at the national level at the NIAAA. Okay, can you uh, repeat that one more time for me? Let's have you share with our audience your contributions to professional development, both in Idaho and nationally with the NIAAA. Fantastic. Okay, so uh, professional development, again, LTI classes are so very important. We, uh, we try um, in Idaho to get as many people to take those LTI classes and to uh, get them involved. Uh, the more they're involved, the better they can become as an athletic director. And so um, we feel that that has happened and needs to happen on a regular basis. I have taught um, some, some LTI classes uh, at our state level. I also went to Oregon and taught a class or two over there and had experience doing that. Our leadership person in our state is Cass Herbst and also Polly Dolke. They do a lot of uh, our LTI uh, there are coordinators, so they do a lot of those types of things, but I'm still involved uh, at the conferences, making sure that everything's run right and doing all those types of things. Without those leadership training classes, I tell you what, um, we, we wouldn't be, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. I, I did not count up how many classes I've taken, but I know it's well over 35 to 40 classes that I've taken. Um, I do have my um, uh, Oh, I can't even think what the name of the, the it's called right now. Uh, my CMAA, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I do have my CMAA. Uh, I went through and, and, you know, did all the things I needed to do, uh, passed my CA exam and then went on and got my CMAA. The project um, <clears throat> that is part of the leadership uh is, you know, it, it can be a lot of fun. And I made it fun. I, I ended up doing a wall of fame uh, for Boise High School, uh, which was uh, something that they very much needed. Uh, we, uh, we made it so that kids got honored and recognized. And um, I'm, I'm sorry to say that since I've left, uh, no one has carried that on. So that uh, that's kind of a disappointment to me. Um, again, I, I will try. Uh, uh, the next athletic director that comes there, I'm going to try to get them under my belt, mentor them a little bit and try to get them to uh, to carry on with that, because that is a it's a great experience for kids. Uh, they walk up and down the halls and see, you know, their peers uh, on the wall, um, getting the recognition they deserve and stuff like that. So I want to I want to keep that going as far as that goes. Um, as far as the NIAAA is concerned, I had the opportunity to be a board member with the NIAAA and I got a, a unique experience because I got to have an extra year. Um, our section had a representative from Alaska and Alaska's representative was no longer able to complete his term. And so I got to jump on uh, about six months early um, and, uh, and got to be a part of the NIAAA and whatnot. And, I, 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 I can't tell you the experience with the NIAAA. Um, once you're on that board, which Mark, you, you're aware mm -hmm. of, you've been there. Um, we served together. Just, yeah, yeah. It's just a fantastic opportunity. Um, the NIAAA family is truly a family. <clears throat> it's an experience that I will never, never let uh, 
leave my mind. Sorry, I got something in my throat there. Yeah. Anyhow, um, it's a great experience um, working with them. Um, the leadership that we have started off with Bruce Whitehead. <coughs> Excuse me. Bruce Whitehead, now Mike Blackburn. And Phil's going to be taking over at the helm here just shortly. So it was, it, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't put in words what it means to me and what it will mean to any person um, that once they get on uh, that board, uh, the family, the connections, the support and everything that you get from them. Very good. Let's have you talk for a moment about the special <clears throat> opportunity you had of serving on that fourth strategic plan committee because there's even less people that serve on a strategic plan committee than there are on the board and you've had the chance to be both so talk about that time for a minute and how great it is to delve into the the day-to-day -day meetings know, with NIAAA that was that was a fantastic opportunity um being on the fourth strategic plan and knowing that we as people get to contribute what's going to happen with the NIAAA down the road is just amazing. Um, Hutch, you were, you were my leader. So <laughs> we had, we had a great time. Um, we did a lot of, lot of things. We did a lot of brainstorming. Um, they, they sent us to Indianapolis. We got to brainstorm. We got to do things. We all got together as a group. Um, and then we just, to be honest, we had just had some really special times. I mean, um, you made it special, Hutch, because oh, thanks. You, you you made it special. And the reason you made it special is because you you included each one of us as an individual, as a unique person. And um, you had us bring in songs and, and you made us uh, tapes or uh, CDs and uh, our favorite songs. And, and, and now I go back and listen to that and I know exactly who that song belongs to and, and where they're all about. And so it was just such a special connection to be able to be a part of that and to be able to get on that committee. Um, and I'm not sure who made those committees. I'm not sure, you know, if that was from the top down and they, they got you guys and then you guys picked who you needed or wanted no, it's or the whatnot. Board. They, uh, the sections put in their people and the board. I mean, we can say we like this person, but basically it's, it's the board and the leadership of the NIAAA that puts them there to try to make them diverse. And uh, it's so funny. You mentioned the song. I was mowing my lawn yesterday, had my playlist going and pontoon came on and immediately my mind went to you. And so that's, that's strange that's right. how that works. So that's right. Let's, let's go back for a moment to your time on the board. You did mention you had the unique opportunity to serve an extra year because Alaska wasn't able to fill that. But do you have any other stories or comments about your time on the board? Because as you mentioned, it's, uh, it's a big deal if you get on there and it's, it's so special to serve with these people from across the nation. So I'll turn it over to you. Well, you know what? <clears throat> I'll tell you the friendships that I have that I got to be a part of because of the board are times that I will never, ever forget. I mean, those people are still very close to me. I keep in contact with them. I enjoy being around them. Um, 
I even reach out to them when it's not conference time or any of those types of things. Um, I just, uh, it's a great opportunity and uh, what they have done for me um, and just made me a better person because of, because of who they are. Um, you know, Joni Paps, um, Annette Scoggin, um, you Hutch, uh, mm. Bruce, uh, Mike, all those people. I, I just, I can't say enough, um, enough great things about them. And, and some of the people that I was on the board with have passed. And, and for that, I'm, I'm very sorry, but for those people, I will hold so close to my heart right here because, um, it's, it was just a unique experience. And, you know, one other thing about um, being on the board, and before I was on the board, uh, getting involved with the NIAAA, uh, I would tell anybody, uh, if you have the opportunity to join a committee with the NIAAA, that you need to go out and you need to reach out and you need to do that. Because I was on three or four different committees. Uh, I got the opportunity to be on the awards committee, uh, which was a great experience. Um, it's so rewarding. I was on the um, credential, not credential, yeah, credentials committee, where we pounded the halls and tried to get people to, to vote and stuff. It's, it's a much easier process now because we're doing everything um, through the computer and online. So that makes it a lot easier, but I mean, we, we had I vote uh, symbols and I would haunt people down at the conferences and say, I don't see your little patch on your <laughs> tag. So you have to, you have to go vote right now. It's important. Come vote, come vote. And it was great. It was a great experience. And we had a, a lot of good times. And uh, like I said, I can't, uh, I can't say enough about the NIAAA. And if you're a young athletic director, your goal should be to someday be on the board and also to also try to be on as many committees as you can be on. Um, they have term limits now, so it's not like you can stunt, but uh, get involved. Don't, don't be afraid to, to take that step and to, uh, to better yourself. Very well said. Thank you so much for sharing that. <clears throat> Share with our audience your observations. I say the recent NIAAA conference, it's been eight months since we had it, but really that first conference we had in Denver after COVID where everyone got to, together. So share your observations about that conference with us. You know, it was such a wonderful time because <clears throat> with COVID being on and we couldn't, and we were supposed to go to Florida the year before and couldn't do it and had to do a virtual. And I said at that point in time, never want to do a virtual conference again. So going to Denver, being a part of Denver, um, and it wasn't even about Denver at that point in time. It was just about being at an NIAAA conference again, having the opportunity to see your friends, to hug your friends, to communicate with your friends. And um, again, a learning environment, um, LTI classes, um, sessions that were going on, the breakout sessions, um, the general sessions. If you haven't had the opportunity to go to a conference, national conference, I guarantee you, once you go, you'll be hooked. And you'll never want to miss another one. I haven't missed one since I started going, and, and I don't plan on it. I mean, it's just, it's a great opportunity to get involved, to see your friends, 
to go to classes, to reconnect. Um, school-based athletics or school-based education, um, all those types of things, it all comes together right there. And again, I'm, I'm a person that I love people. So I want to be around my friends. I want to hug my friends. I want to see my friends. I want to tell them how much I miss them and can't wait to see them again. That's what it's all about. Very well said. Allow me to ask you this. What's the favorite part of your job? Kind of a two-part question. The favorite part of your job when you were the AD at Boise and the favorite part of your job now that you're the executive director. Well, being an, uh, being the AD at Boise High was, was a fantastic opportunity for me. Um, the favorite part of my job at Boise High School was being able to help others. Um, kids, um, athletics, I was all part of that. And, and kids come up, um, even today, uh, you know, I can, I'm in Little Cascade, Idaho right now, because that's where I'm residing, um, sold the house in Boise and moved to Cascade. But even being in Cascade, I uh, run up to the uh, convenience store to get, uh, to get a cup of coffee or whatever. And, and I run into people all the time. And they're like, coach, it was just the best time at Boise High when you were there. And uh, it's those things that that make me miss my job and miss not being there, but still gave me the opportunity to connect with those young athletes and those young students and being a part of their life and helping them mature, grow, um, get jobs. Um, one of my buddies, not even not even a buddy of mine, really, just one of my students that came up uh, two weeks ago um, at the at the convenience store and said, hey, because of you, I am doing what I'm doing right now. And I said, well, what are you doing? He goes, I'm guiding fish tours all the time. I'm a, I'm a boat guide and I take people out all the time. And I go, well, probably better take me out then <laughs> and get me hooked up because I can't catch fish in this lake for anything right now. But with that being said, it's just, it's just neat having those kids come back and be a part of your life and going from there. I know there was another question on that, uh, and I favorite I favorite part. Now that you're the executive director in Idaho, now what's the favorite part of your job? So now the favorite part of in in Idaho is mentoring the young athletic directors and at the conferences, trying to get our conference uh, build up and get more people involved. Um, I have a young man that I'm 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 working hard on right now, Tyler Johnson. He's a young athletic director and. Uh, He's got a family and he's got a lot going on, but I I tried to tell him over and over and over again, get involved, be a part. He now got on a committee with the NIAAA. So he's on a committee now. He's been going to the conferences for a few years. And, uh, you know, I just want to mentor him and and make him go on further and, and go from there. Well said. Thanks for sharing that. Let's have you share your two suggestions for a brand new athletic director, that they would need to follow these suggestions in order for them to be successful. What would those two suggestions be, Tracy? Well, a number one suggestion would be, don't be afraid to work hard. And if you don't wanna work hard, then you're not gonna be successful. So take what you have, 
guide your way through and, and just keep working hard and being the best person you can be. And in your heart, you have to love athletics and you have to want to make an improvement and you want to make kids be the best that they can be. So that would be my number one thing is don't be afraid, dive in, work hard, and be the best you can be. My second suggestion would be that time commitment is very tough. And you have to leave time for your family and make sure that you take care of yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you're not gonna become a good effective athletic director. So reach out, have constraints, know what you're gonna do, prioritize your time, but don't be afraid to work hard, but don't forget your family and your friends because you need them. And without them, you're not gonna have the health that you need to have. Very well said, thanks so much. Let's finish with this one, Tracy. What questions should I have asked you that I failed to ask you? Well, I don't know. You did a pretty good, you did a pretty good job of asking questions. So, um, you know, I think I can just wrap it up and say, you know, I am so happy that I got the opportunity to, to be able to talk to you Mark, and, and to be able to do this, uh, this podcast and, and have the opportunity to, share my experiences with with others and i can only hope that i am a small part of maybe helping someone else down the road um, with their athletic director's job to become a better athletic director or if they ever need to reach out to me reach out to me uh, by email you can call me i'm not sure what kind of information you're going to give them but um I'm in, I'm in Idaho and, and they, can, they can look me up on the, uh, on the website and they can get all my information. I'd be happy to help out. And I'm, right now I'm trying to help out and mentor our Cascade Athletic Director here um, in Cascade, Idaho. I'm gonna volunteer sometime and go up and help him and uh, try to get him to go a little bit further than where he's at. I actually uh, didn't even know the young man and I and, uh, met him a few years back and he wanted to get involved and he wasn't an athletic director anywhere. And I ended up helping him get the job here in Cascade. So I'm, I'm very proud of him and, and I want to continue to mentor him and, and make him be the best he can be. Well, thanks so much for sharing that. That really wraps it up for this edition of the UIAAA Connection. Once again, our guest has been Tracy Leinen, Certified Master Athletic Administrator and the Executive Director of the Idaho Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Thanks so much, Trace, for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it, Mark. Have yourself a great day. You too. For our listeners, we hope you tune in again next week for another edition of the UIAAA Connection.